Hello, I'm hearing a strange high-pitched noise. If you are hearing this at the beginning of the podcast, write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. V-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I hate giving you bad audio, but ultimately, I don't always know what I'm doing. Hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am he, titular host, Nicholas Flanagan. And uh, I haven't been posting episodes since before Christmas, at least. Um, I think the last one we put out was the chat with Jamie Peck from the Majority Report, and of course uh, her own podcast, a wonderful podcast called the uh, Antifada. And she uh, and I talked about um, ADHD and uh, values and lots of other stuff, and it, it was a really it was really fun, and it's uh, it was great that she agreed to do it because uh, I've I had that thing where I w- listened to that majority report and even Antifada a fair an, enough amount, and uh, I'm like, oh Jamie, yeah, yeah, I'm totally sh- I, like I just feel like I knew a lot of stuff about her work and was like maybe that will somehow uh, uh, transform into her knowing anything about this podcast, which she didn't, but. Now she does because she's been on it. So, yes, I hadn't done episodes for a while. I relocated like three times. I'm now dog-sitting for two really wonderful dogs, Angus and Gordy. And uh, that's really nice, and I'm safe, and my family's safe. COVID is very high right now all around the lands, and uh, that's really scary. But... Of course, the day I finally sit down and decide, yes, I will do a podcast, this is my destiny tonight, today. It was supposed to be today. I was like, oh, I'll record something this morning. Good thing I didn't. Wouldn't have really been worth listening to, as every day is a brand new reality, resetting the parameters of what we can mentally handle. Um... And suddenly it's 11.30 and, uh, at night and I'm, I'm recording something. Now, of course, what day is it that I'm recording this? Today is January 6th, a day where uh, a protest against, I suppose, the election fraud that uh, American Trump supporters and a lot of the many Trump supporters worldwide, I suppose, uh, they've been planning for a long time to come to... Uh, the U.S. Capitol building or whatever it's called and uh, protest. And then they did. And then they kind of stormed it. And they broke into like Nancy Pelosi's office and all this stuff. And uh, it was wild, as I'm sure most of you experienced. It was just a crazy thing to follow. Uh to turn your eyes away from you you kind of had to follow you had to pay attention next thing i know the dogs are like where's the food next thing you know i'm like oh, i haven't eaten either but that was only after feeding the dogs just kidding you gotta eat before you feed the dogs they will know that you are master um yeah so i had this list i made yesterday oh, i'm gonna talk about this i'm talking about that and then this happened um, in the so that happened category, the storming of Capitol Hill. 
which people are having a conversation. You know, I have the misfortune of going on Reddit sometimes and Twitter and all the places that it's bad to go and keep calling it a coup. I don't know if I'd say what's happening right now is a coup. Um, it's the rumblings of something terrible. But, um, you know, it seems at least in the initial response that uh, the majority of people in that government in the U.S. are uh, not interested in their workplace being uh, infested with uh, people furious with them. Uh, from from the real world and I'm not saying that in some way I'm like from the real world real Americans are feeling this I just mean like can you imagine being at work and suddenly people are rioting in your work if that's happened to you please write the email address I said at the beginning and tell me your story because I will uh, tr maybe tell it here um, so yeah it's it's not a coup because no one wound up really backing Trump in politics unfortunately a bunch of regular people definitely did and america has a lot of people who live out there in the weird land with guns coming up with all kinds of ideas formulating why they love their country this is a huge thing as americans seem to put a lot of time into why do i love america and i didn't mean to say that like murica but you know why that's so important in the U.S. and and um, this is the end result, and it's going to wind up, I think, unfortunately, being a little bit bigger than Trump. Not necessarily in office, but in real life. I think that these are mindsets that, like, I don't know. I don't know how you change them. I don't know what's what. I do know I finally am kind of on the side of like Trump. Donald Trump might have to go to jail or something. I mean, he definitely incited all of this. And in that debate with Biden, when he said Proud Boys to, told him to stand back and stand by, it's like, that's such a specific phrase to say. Are you really telling me you don't know who the Proud Boys are, but you're giving them this direct message? Ugh. So, and then he denied he, he knew anything about them. And he probably engineered... The killing of this guy who was uh, apparently who, who had killed a member of Patriot Prayer, the uh, far right group over there in Oregon. So, you know, he's people talk about the Ukraine stuff and uh, this phone call he made to Georgia where he was telling him to find more votes. It's like, you know how many horrible phone calls politicians have made? Lots. Do you know how many veiled threats politicians have made? Tons. I'm sure of it, but the amount of politicians that have like straight up called for assassinations of people in their country, <laughs> it's not, the number isn't zero. It's a pretty large number, but I, I would imagine that if this is what we know about, you know, there's a lot more going on. So I think, uh, he's probably takes the cake in, in terms of, uh, killing his own people and uh yeah i was hoping to be all like funny and stuff and tell you about all the nicholas cage movies i watched over the holidays now i'm trying to work on my nicholas cage impression but I, I i don't think i'm there yet but 
it might get there. You sometimes have to take this weird kind of, you know, yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know. I can't explain it. He was great in Adaptation, but we didn't watch Adaptation. One movie I should recommend is Red Rock West. It's one of those 90s kind of, you know, noir, like, uh, gritty noir kind of movies set in the American West. And it is good. Dennis Hopper is in it. Nicolas Cage. uh, J.T. Walsh gives a great performance. Uh, So watch Red Rock West and avoid... The Family Man, although that was the movie we watched that actually got us into watching Nicolas Cage movies. But definitely also watch Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, which we checked out. Wow, liked that one a lot. Anyway, now back to the regularly scheduled, uh, you know, uh, taking, taking in the things that happened today in America. I mean, I I just think it's incredible that COVID is um, going to be like second page news in America tomorrow. I mean, to do all of this, to have all these doings transpiring in the middle of this situation where everyone should theoretically be watching out for each other, taking care of ourselves, staying close to family. Suddenly people are worrying about, oh, some like, this guy didn't, this guy, I don't know, didn't get enough votes to win the election. It's just strange to me. But you get an idea in your head, you roll with it. And uh, things are rolling over there. So on top of that, it's just been a week of uh, a lot of stresses. And um, I don't know if you've endured this also where I think everyone's talking about it. Oh, 2021 started and it's uh still 2020 vibe wise well yeah but uh, i'm not even gonna bring 2021 into the mix i'm just gonna say if you've had stress this week outside of you know um pushing the boundaries of functional government uh i'm I, i my heart goes out to you i hope you're well you know um this these the one of the dogs here is really good at resting. Posted a picture of him on the Instagram resting. So just maybe assume the same position and wake up tomorrow with a, a, a sunnier outlook on life. Uh, this is a Schweppes club soda, by the way. I'm drinking. Does, like, carbonated water or club soda hydrate you? I've never quite figured that one out. It feels like it hydrates me. I feel those bubbles all over my body. It's uh, it's a trip. A trip down Bubble Road. And there's a lot of marketplaces there. And a lot of them are selling syrups that if you combine with the bubbles, you get a fun flavor pop explosion. Shout out to the Halifax Pop Explosion. Sorry you won't be happening this year, presumably. I uh, <laughs> I watched all the footage of the politicians saying stuff as they voted. And, you know, watching these wormy guys just kind of go back and forth in terms of uh, saying they disavowed Donald Trump's politics and supporting him blindly. 
is uh, it's quite the thing to see. Seeing people try to say that Antifa engineered uh, this capital storming or whatever you'd call it. I've called the capital capital store a uh, capital storming quite a few times, and I'll continue to because I mean that's basically what happened. Um, it's incredible that people go, oh, you know, they're Antifa. No, they're definitely like, I guess, I, I hesitate to use the word proud, the term proud boys. It just sucks to say. Um, it's so mundane. It's it's such a mundane thing when you see them, clips of them doing their things. It's It's just aimless. Like so much of this just feels like people passing time. And of course, alleviating the anxiety they feel in their day-to-day -day lives and with now a um, new version of whatever, COVID, you know. And, and uh, it's so different than, than Black Lives Matter's uh, protests, no matter how people try to slice it. Nobody stormed the Capitol. <laughs> and if they had it wouldn't have been with the underlying thinking that you needed to get rid of every politician in there. Like, it's a very different intent. And I wonder when people try to make that relation, uh, why they're doing that. It seems like just an easy thing to say so that you don't have to continue the conversation, particularly. You've sort of said your piece and then you're leaving. So just say, I don't give a fuck. If that's how you feel, just go in the I don't give a fuck pile. Don't try to equate these specific things with each other because they're specific. This is a problem now. We love analogies as a culture, which I can only compare to uh, a dog that likes mustard too much. You're going to get sick. Was that an analogy? I think that was just a comparison. I literally said I can only compare it to this. Someone posted about enjoying or listening to the podcast over the holidays and they called what I do sleepy ramblings. And look, those are the nighttime solo podcasts. Sleepy ramblings abound, but sometimes I'm not sleepy. Rarely, but sometimes. Uh and today <laughs> tonight I want to go to bed early. On the in the green zoom last night. Paul Danke asked me, hilarious comedian Paul Danke, recovering from COVID. Shout out to you, Paul. Um, he asked us our New Year's resolutions, and I said not to stay up so late. But I've forgotten that the reason I've been staying up, one of the reasons I stay up late is because I get uh, super into what's going on in the world and look into it. And... Um, can't really see that going away tonight of all nights plus and this wasn't a new year's resolution or anything but this place i'm staying they were like eat the stuff in the fridge and uh i did that and then i bought a bunch of things well i haven't eaten all of it but it's like cheese and meat and treats and i'm just you know trying not to eat as much meat but if it's in the fridge and i let it go bad aren't i a worse person for having done that aren't i wasteful uh 
and ice cream. Today I went to Bulk Barn, blow off some steam, and I got uh, something called uh, This Is Why I Run, which I might have brought this up on the show before, but uh, it's, you know, it's like sweet popcorn and Reese's mini cups, generic brand Reese's pieces, pretzels. There's none left. I ate them. And who knows? Maybe I'll go downstairs and eat some of my less exciting foods. Then this is why I run. And I don't run, but I'm walking a lot thanks to these furry friends, these furry four-legged friends downstairs. Try saying that 60,000 times fast. By that time, it'll be 2022 and every, every, it'll, all this will be over. What are you going to do when things get normal? What's the first thing you're going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Central Park and busk. So I've got to learn some guitar and some songs by then. Standing on the corner, tossing your bread. Where the eyes of the iron rattle are turning red and glowing. Should I cover Joker Man by Bob Dylan as my busk song in Central Park when all this blows over? You tell me. Everything, this is a month, and the next two months, it's going to feel long, I think. There's going to be a lot. This is the bad part. This is all I'm saying. We're not, it's not always going to be like this. I swear, I promise. I got a gut feeling. I'm intuitive. But that gut feeling and intuition does tell me that January and February, uh, at least in North America, are going to be a little mentally exhausting at the least we're at the worst of the pandemic i really hope it does die down in a couple months um proportionately i know it won't go away and uh, i mean i really hope it goes away but i'm i'm that i think probably the best we can hope for is less uh horrible stuff from it and stuff in the u.s is just you know, it's like two more weeks where Trump's still president. Two more weeks of people feeling like, um, I don't know, they can like get another government going. <laughs> I don't understand the end game. That's where I'm at with this. I'm seeing this from the outside and I just say, what's the end game here? Is it to create some sort of pro-life um, free market, uh, but everything's cheap because it's the free market somehow, like, utopia, where a bunch of evangelical Christians are actually setting the rules for you. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. And I don't understand the fucking status quo concept either, particularly, but I actually do, under, I mean, I get, I do understand why people want that, because it's what they're familiar with. But right now, the status quo is so brutal and punitive that how can anyone want it? I don't want to go back to how it was. Maybe I'd like to go back to like one specific evening in like 2006 where everything felt great. But otherwise, I just want the future. And I want 
a future where people are safe and freaking happy. That's about it. I mean, yeah, that's really simplistic, but isn't that the world we create for dogs? And to a lesser extent, cats? And yet, worldwide, but right now, with what's going on with the neighbors next door over there in the U.S. of A., um, there's just so much fighting over what safe and happy means. I mean, people talk about a, a two parallel realities. Those definitions are like not shared necessarily by people. I don't know. What's the solution? I'm just kind of putting this out there. I feel like I needed to do an episode, not just not because something big happened. People are waiting to hear what I have to say. Uh, but because, you know, the break's been long away from the show and if I'm not careful, I just won't do something. Once I haven't done something for a while, to get back and do it can be a challenge, at least for me. And this is me saying that you should do the think the, do the same. You know? Pick that book up you haven't read in a couple weeks. Things have been hectic. You met, you moved three-ish times. You're taking care of two dogs. Taking a lot of baths. But now's the time to get back to your book. Now's the time to finally beat Super Mario 3. Now's the time to uh, watch all those uh, Beverly Hills 90210 season box sets you've compiled. Another thing I've been doing. It's really fun. Luke Perry. Shirtless on that show for any reason. If they can find a reason, he'll be shirtless. Even if they can't find one, he'll be shirtless. There was a scene where uh, Shannon Doherty, who played Brenda Walsh, of course, she uh, went to the beach and she goes back to her parents' house just in a bikini top and shorts. I mean, do they live... How close is Beverly Hills to the beach? Not that close, right? It just feels like it would be really awkward to wear a bikini while driving. If you've ever done that, email me. Or send a DM. That sounded creepy. Send a DM! Back in my days, that stood for Dungeon Master. Now it still stands for Dungeon Master, but it also stands for direct messages. And it probably has other things that it stands for. I feel like things should just, acronyms should have just one primary meaning. But there's a, a, a few that, that share the same. R.I.P. M.F. Doom. That was another tough one. I know he didn't die anywhere near now he died in october and they just announced it december 31st but man he was amazing again he's someone i don't know if i've actually talked about on here but um there's never been a period where i wasn't listening to mf doom but i think when i got 
unfortunately Spotify, I uh, started going over all the MF Dune, some of which I hadn't heard or I hadn't heard in a really long time. And um, he was just such a brilliant compiler of um, lyrics. Like he could just make a song where he was, I don't know, his, his lyrics were just, the, the way that he arranged them in the verses um, and led everything into the other and called back earlier stuff and said complex thoughts in, in like two two line verses, two lines of a verse was pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, he died. So um, just remember how lucky we are to have the people we have in our lives and some of the people we don't even know personally, but that are somehow in our lives. I'm looking at you, Jesus. Here's looking at you, Jesus. Do you think that's what God said to Jesus on the on the mount? At the top of the mount, he said, "He's looking at you, kid." Or do you think he said, "Laszlo, this is the start of a beautiful friendship, of a beautiful friendship." Laszlo. That was Jesus's original name, Laszlo. A lot of people say Jesus couldn't have been white. Mother was Hungarian. No. He was Arabic. <laughs> All right. Stay safe. Stay cool. Stay out of stores as much as you can. Don't hang out with that many people at all. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Shit is real. But at some point, the reality will become a little less sharp-edged. And I can't wait till then. Uh, got really fun interviews coming up. Happy New Year. I'm glad to be back. All right. <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye, everyone.